We're chatting this afternoon with Andrew Henderson, head of York's trip to Toulouse in France this weekend. Uh, Andrew, uh, it was a tough game last uh, Monday, and it's an extremely short turnaround. Uh, quick review on last Monday, and uh, you know, I think everybody was really pleased with how it went, including yourself. Yeah, very, very pleased with uh, with the overall performance. I thought it was a really strong and committed team performance from the York Knights. I, I feel the team got what it deserved, and that was was a result. Uh, I, I thought. I thought we were excellent for large parts. You know, we, we faced a little bit of adversity at the start of the game. We, we did put ourselves under a little bit of pressure. I think we kicked out the full on the first set, then we gave away a penalty, and we were on the back on the back of that, we then lost Matty Marsh. And, yeah, so we were under the pump there a little bit to start with. Uh, we went 4-0 down, but I think... From that point on, you know, the boys rolled the sleeves up. They got back onto the onto the uh, the process of what we were trying to achieve, and and they delivered on that. And uh, I thought we were in control from that point onwards, really. And and we were deservedly winners uh, from the game. So yeah, and no, I'm just really pleased for the play playing group too, because you know they have worked incredibly hard over that pre-season. There's been, like I said, a, a lot of change in terms of the uh, the coaching personnel, obviously the style of rugby that that we're trying to implement here now, uh, but also their training habits and training methods, and um, and they've had to deal with all that, and they've they've bought into that, they've embraced it, and I'm just pleased now that probably off the back of that performance on on Monday. They cannot. It will make it will sort of reinforce to them like, yeah, that's why we train the way we do, and that's I understand now why that is, and we understand why we have to execute this this sort of plan or process to get this to happen, and and it will just kind of reinforce that, and it will give them confidence in in what we're doing as well. So really, really important that. So so they know, uh, which is great. So the challenge now for the team is to, you know, deliver consistency in those areas. You know, I, I thought we made you know real good progress from round one. I thought round one we showed plenty of encouraging signs against Witness, obviously. It was our ball control and our, our execution of our, our, our game plan, you know, overall that wasn't quite where it needed to be. But I thought, you know, in this this fixture against Bradford, we we improved our ball control. We certainly improved the way we executed an attack, and our kicking game was was first class from Liam Harris, miles better. And um, we held on to those effort-based areas that we delivered in round one. So, you know, overall, it was a really, really good team performance. So the challenge now is can we can we replicate that this week against a, a very good opposition in Toulouse um, and, and get some consistency in our, in our game now? And I think just to touch on something you said there about the adversity. So we've started with two games um, and we haven't got to sort of 30 minutes yet with our regular number six. But I think what's been evident as part of that is the way the team has, has bonded and worked around each other and you can see from the stands the effort right until the 80th minute is phenomenal and now they're all backing each other. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's something that, you know, we've sort of implemented in pre-season. It was from day one. Uh, when I spoke to the players before they came into training, I explained them very clearly what I was expecting of them, what we were looking to achieve throughout this pre-season um, campaign I, I guess um, and that would obviously become the foundation of us as a team and and I think for the large part you know the 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 playing group has delivered on that throughout pre-season and, and so far into the season I'm I'm a realist as a coach and I understand that we've had a lot of disruption because we haven't had you know uh, the players on the on the training ground throughout pre-season to help with our preparations um, certainly the more notably the spine players you know as you've highlighted there you know the halves uh, the hookers haven't all been together connected as one yet um, so that just gives me uh, excitement and it gives me confidence as a coach that 
once we get those bodies on the field and the more time we get together and we can build that that continuity and we build that chemistry amongst one another, you know, certainly our attacking game will evolve and, and I think as a team we will get better and better and better as each week goes on. You know, but for the here and now we're we're working with what we've got. I think we're playing to our strengths at the moment and uh, certainly we're we're delivering in that effort based stuff, no question about it. Um, you know, like I have always said to the players, you know, that'll give you an opportunity in a game. Obviously we've still got to execute the other areas right um, that's why we're in the game against witness because of our effort we didn't execute very well that day but our defensive effort and the way we we're going about our business that way for each other was evident and that kept us in the game that's why we we're 12 10 up with 10 minutes to go but it was our execution ball control that let us down in the end against bradford we fixed that up and it was evident again the effort was there you know, as it has been in the friendlies as well so you know I, i've got no issues there now i think we've instilled that within the group now i think i think we'll get consistency in those areas no problem and it's just now about evolving and building uh, the other side of our game which i know will come in time and as we get more players and certainly those pivotal players out there on the field yeah. we'll come on to players in a minute but again looking at the challenges that face you as, as a coach as well you know and, and taking this team forwards so we've played monday night we've had a great win yeah. Everybody's tired. They all, all these lads get up and go to work Tuesday. The train Wednesday. The train tonight. They're on a plane tomorrow, I believe. Yep. It's such a short turnaround for part-time rugby players. Um, and it, you know, again, how are you motivating them and keeping them going and keeping them alive and things? You know, he's he's testament to how it's all been run. Yeah. Look, I've always said from the start when I first got the job. I mean, I knew some of the challenges that were going to be faced by by myself, my coaching staff, us as a playing group before I came in, you know, but we're not going to be built on excuses. At the end of the day, you know, we, we know the draw, we know what it's about from the start. So we knew this fixture was was, was coming in round three and, and we've certainly as a performance staff, you know, we've always been ahead of the game planning um, and making sure we, we get the right program in place for our players and that's what we've done. You know, we've, we've made sure that this week we understand that Monday was an intense game and we understand that guys were up working early, as you said, Tuesday morning, some of them on the trails, some of them sat behind desks doing different jobs. You know, we've been smart yesterday. We haven't had them on the field, have not got them out there running. A lot of recovery interventions, nutritional um, support, you know, for, for that Wednesday. And then obviously tonight it'll be a very light field base session again a lot more recovery intervention nutritional support uh we're obviously going to a hotel uh tonight in manchester because we're flying out of manchester and um, we're flying out first thing in the morning at six in the morning so just thought it was best to get down there first at least we know we're going to have broke this it's not going to be an ideal sleep pattern tonight for the players because you know by the time they they get to the hotel they're probably going to get maybe five to six hours at best uh of, of sleep um but again i'd rather have that sort of constant pattern of sleep rather than having to get up and then get to he- get to here to get a bus sort of at two in the morning or, or one in the morning it, it just doesn't make sense so um so again we've thought things like that through and then obviously at the other end when we get there we've got some things in place for the players again to help them um you know ultimately be, be at their best physically uh come saturday because that's what this week's about it's it's the energy battle now you know you, you, you when you've got a short turnaround it's all about the energy battle and it's about getting those players obviously mentally in the right frame of mind but also more importantly physically that they can physically 
physically compete to, to the levels that they need to. Um, and that's why, you know, with myself and my SSE coach and my physiotherapist, we've all sat down and discussed it and, and uh, we, we felt that this was the right plan going forward for the players to give them the best opportunity to be at their best. Whether it's good enough on the day, well, that's soon to be seen. But we certainly feel that we've got the program and the loading and the volume right for the players this week. Um, and hopefully, like you said, they can go out there and, and deliver a, another performance uh, to our standards. Okay. We'll come on to the longer section now of the interview. Yeah. <laughs> Injuries. <laughs> um, we'll take them in order. Uh, Matty Marsh. Yeah, well, obviously sustained an elbow injury, didn't he, on Monday night, which was unfortunate. Now, we've had an X-ray back to confirm that he has not broken his uh, elbow or fractured his elbow, so that's a real positive. Um, he went in for a scan yesterday afternoon, um, and we haven't had the report back on that one, so we, we'll know more when we get that report back, but at least we know there's no broken bone or any fracture that's been ruled out at this stage, which is good. James Cunningham? Yeah, we had a scan report back from uh, from McCunnow and he's uh, suffered a grade 2 PCL, so that will mean he'll be out for 8 to 10 weeks. But again, better than we first feared. I mean, it made sure, you know, at first we weren't sure whether it was going to be a more longer-term injury, so that it could have potentially been, you know, the ACL, um, you know, which you'd think, God, he's out then for, you know, nine, six, nine, 12 months, um, you know, and even even if it was a worse rupture on the on the PCL, it could have been a lot longer. So, yeah, so we've kind of, as disappointing as it is, you know, a grade two uh, PCL is, is not the worst outcome for us. Medium-term injury there, eight to ten weeks. So at least now we can put a you know a structured rehab program and plan in place for him to to get him back as uh, as quickly as possible. Uh, and again, they're just you know unfortunately for James and for Matty Marsh, yeah, they're both contact injuries. You know it was just an unfortunate tackle on James that caused that issue. And and, and even with Matty, it was he was going in to make a tackle and he's. It's just hyperextended that elbow to a degree, and you, you can't avoid them. They're they're unavoidable. Those sort of uh, contact injuries. So we're just unfortunate. Uh, Atta Hingano. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully he he's making really good progress at the moment. So um, there was a chance he could have played uh, potentially this week, but um, we're probably going to have to hold him back for for another week. Again, I've made it very very clear. I don't want to be putting people in that aren't 100%, you know, because one thing I've learned through my experience is, you know, you rush Blake's back, you might get a game or two out of them and then they'll break down again. And I can't be having that pattern. Yeah, uh, I think a lot, a lot of York fans <coughs> can relate to that. We've seen that over the last yeah, couple just, of seasons. Yeah. So, um, Paulie? Uh, well, Paul, he's, he's, he's still a, a fair bit off yet at the moment. Obviously, he's in those stages with his uh, with his ACL recovery. Look, I'm not going to lie, you know, he, he wasn't probably managed as well as he needed to be uh, when he first done the injury and had his operation, but we've now slowly got on top of that and uh, he's making good progress now as Paul, he's back, uh, almost back to running and, and all that now. So, um, you know, he's making progress. But, yeah, he's he's, he's still quite a way off, mate. OK. Akumatai? Yeah, Kuma's one of the... It's a, it's a strange one, really, with the Kuma. Um, you know, I mean, he's come to the club and he, he's just obviously hasn't been able to... Uh, to function, I know he, he had a, a clean out of his knee last year uh, when he was at Newcastle, and I'm, I'm just not sure again how how that was managed post op uh, for him. Um, but yeah, the reality is I, I can't give you a timeline on Akuma at the moment. He's he's not hitting the levels at the moment that we need him to to uh, to be able to play. But he is improving. The one one positive thing is he is making progress and he is improving. Uh, it is a knee issue, um, but uh, again, I can't say when he will definitely be back. Um, Chris Clarkson? Again, he's another one that's looking likely could be back for, for next week. Um, he's not far off either. So he had an Achilles issue. Um, it was a bit of flare. He's had it previously, apparently. He's had it a couple of times in the past. So um, it's, it's obviously flared up uh, when he came back. Um, 
in the pre-season. So after the Christmas break, it was. So I think he's done some training on, on unfortunately, on a different surface, and uh, that's caused the flare-up. And um, yeah, we've just been managing that. Uh, throughout this period so yeah he's looking pretty pretty good now he's getting the strength back in it now the loading's getting up through it and he's handling that load which is good um, so yeah we're hopeful that he could be back in the next week to two some good news in there that's that's yeah, good yeah, to hear yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm confident I'm, I'm confident we'll have a couple of bodies back next week which which will certainly help um and then obviously we'll get josh daly back as well who's currently suspended so potentially through three new faces available for selection whether they get selected though is, is a different question you know um because at the moment you know the team blokes who are playing in the team have, have got the opportunity this week to to hold their shirt or keep their shirt um you know what i mean so it's for those other guys to earn the right to be back in this team so we talk about selection without giving too much away and but also be reading between the lines um there's going to be some youth this week yep well look i'm, I'm not going to lie uh we've got 17 fit and available players for this weekend's game that's the facts so i've currently got eight players out with injury um i've got one player suspended and one player unfortunately will be missing due to a personal family reason um so that's 10, 10 players unavailable out of our squad out of 27 so we've got 17 fit players and available and uh but do you know what i'm, I'm really really excited to uh, to see how some of these younger players go, um, you know, and I suppose the the positive story for me is we've got f- probably five young York players that are that are, that are going to be on show uh, this weekend uh, in the south of France. You know, coming up against a very very good side. So, you know, again, it's important that we, you know, we. we create those pathways and opportunities for, for young local players and, and I think we've been doing that in the last couple of years and we're going to continue to grow that and develop that over the next couple of years. Um, you know, and, and if I'm honest with you, Paul, I could have gone down the path of bringing in some loans or dual reg players. I know I was, I've had plenty of uh, clubs and agents reach out to me in the last couple of weeks because they have been made aware of our uh, injury crisis at the moment. But um, I've just said, no, I'm just going to roll with what we've got. You know, And I think it's important that certainly for me that you know you reward those players that have you know they've really put a shift in in pre-season they've um they've really you know contributed to the to the team um with what they've produced on the field and i think they deserve their opportunity and i want to give those guys an opportunity and it's an opportunity to see where they're for me as well to see where they are currently at so i'll get a good gauge on how certain people are after this week and for some of them younger blokes you know they may hold their position and stay in the team longer for others it may be okay well look we know where you are now son and we need to sit down and work out a real structured development plan for you now because we know need to know how we're going to get you to that level to be able to perform consistently etc etc so um so but again i just i wanted to give the opportunity to to those guys first and foremost i think they deserve it i think it's the right thing to do um and i and i think it's great for for the city of york as well um that they're going to get to see some of their local players you know on show you know, I can only embrace that. I think it's a fantastic opportunity for, for the youth of York, as it was. Um, again, reading between the lines, we could be fielding four out of our in our backs that are all teenagers, which I don't think that's ever been done before in a York team. OK, I, did, I wasn't aware of that, but, um, yeah, that's the reality. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a young side. Um, but again, like I've said to you, we've... I think you're probably starting to gauge now that we're sort of building a we're building a competitive team for now, but we're also planning ahead for the future. You know, our long-term aim and aspiration of this club and this team is to is to be a Super League club and, and compete in in the Super League as a team. And um, and the reality is, is we need to develop players to be ready for Super League. We need to identify talent that we think has got the potential, i.e., Levi Edwards, you know, uh, or players that are established that have still got time in the legs to help us get to. Super League and have you know a couple of years in Super League 
for us to help us get us going, i.e. James Cunningham, etc. So, you know, that's 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 where we're at at the moment. Um, so again, like this won't hurt hurt us at all. You know, to to go there with a young side and um, you know we'll get get a better gauge on certain players and where they're at physically, mentally, how they can perform under pressure against a very good side. Because ultimately, Toulouse are a full time tied, so it's probably as close to a, a Super League side as they're going to face at this stage. So it will give us a really good indication on where people are at. But I, again, I, I've sort of said to the players last night, yeah, you know, we go there with nothing to lose. You know, and I think if we, you know our sort of focus this week is on delivering consistency in those areas of our game that we know works um, and that's what that's, a, that's our job this week and if we do that we'll have a chance I, I really believe that uh, and the longer we're in the game then the pressure shifts on the Toulouse you know what I mean because they won't be expecting that um, so yeah so we're going there to, we're not just going there to make up the numbers we're going there to compete and to get a result no doubt about it um, and like I said I'd rather stick and have the confidence in those 17 players that we've currently got because again I could have brought in a, a dual red or a lane player but then who's to say that yeah they might be playing at a, a higher standard and they might be a super league player etc but do they even really want to be here are they going to really buy in are they going to really understand everything what they need to do so I'd rather go the other way and, and then if if people can't step up or deliver then I can have a look and go, okay, well, we are a little bit short in this area. We do need to strengthen here if we're going to be able to compete better. So I can make those decisions as I see fit. But I'm, I'm actually confident that the guys are going to, they're going to, they're going to deliver what we need to deliver. And, and as long as I'm, I can see that, then I'll, I'll be happy. And, you know, you've already mentioned there's 17 players. Nowadays, you can have an 18th man. There's a room where you've been doing extra sets and there's a shirt with Henderson on the back. Is that any truth in that? Yeah, that's true, actually, mate. Yeah. <laughs> no, all jokes aside, I actually did last night. I, I, I actually last night went for a run, did, did, a, did a set of weights. I'm feeling brilliant this morning, um, feeling great, you know. So, um, but that's not... I'm just to alleviate anyone's fears. That is not for me to be coming out of retirement at my age to to fill a to fill a gap. You know what I mean? No chance. But um, but yeah, no. Look, we're we're not at that stage yet. You know, like I said, I'm hopeful. Yeah, you know, we're at 17 at the moment. I can't, you know, I we can't really afford any more injuries this week. And I'm praying that the rugby gods are are in our favour. Um, it'd be nice to get through injury free this week. And then, like I said, we we potentially will have you know anywhere from one to three players back available next week, which again gives us a little bit more competition for places at training and a bit more strength in depth and then we can start to build and progress from there and then hopefully in the coming weeks we'll get another few back and, and we'll just keep growing and building as a team and uh, and hopefully we'll keep delivering performances and getting results yeah brilliant thank you thanks for your time good luck bon voyage bon chance have a great time merci beaucoup